Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're inviting you to get focused on the pillar of intimacy that needs the most attention in your marriage. There's a quote from Mike Hawkins that says, you don't get results by focusing on results. You get results by focusing on the actions that produce results. That is the truth. And that's so true when it comes to discussing your pillars of intimacy. And we're going to get into that in today's episode. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And a hug is really, it's an opportunity for Tony and I to give you kind of that virtual high five to say, hey, job well done mm-hmm. on being intentional and taking action in your marriage. And this hug comes from a post that was in the One Family private Facebook group that starts with, last night was date night. So we're totally talking about recreational intimacy from the get-go. When my husband got home from work, he was commenting that he felt sticky. And I joked ask, and asking if we needed to go play in the sprinkler like the grandkids. A little bit later, <laughs> he suggested that we set up the croquet set that I found in the free section at a local yard sale last week and play that in the sprinkler. So we did. It was fun and silly and we'll for sure do it again. We might have to make it a summer tournament. I'm not competitive that way, but he is, so I can play to that trait in him. And he's a good sport about me not being good at games or sports. That becomes part of the fun, too. He's naturally really good at games and sports, and I'm really, well, not. She goes on to say, how did this band, theater, library, science lab, nerdy girl end up marrying the consummate jock captain of the football, baseball, and ski team? God has a sense of humor, and age (laughs) is a great equalizer. And just, you know, as they went on to share with us, it's just such an incredible way. Like I'm thinking about croquet in the middle of a sprinkler, just having fun, Mm -hmm. just having fun. And it's such an incredible way, especially with, you know, last week's episode being take me on a date Yeah. to just really have fun and be creative and celebrate your differences. I love that she, you know, talks about just how different they are. And yet, you know, in spite of our differences, a couple and I were talking about this just in a coaching session the other day, your differences actually make you stronger. That's right. And place so much into that and, you know, look at them creating new memories and starting now their sprinkler croquet summer tournament. <laughs> could be a, it could be a new thing. Forget pickleball. It's going to be sprinkler croquet as the next thing that will be sweeping the nation in terms of activities. Well, you know, as Tony said at the top of this episode, we're, we're inviting you to take a look and to take action on that pillar of intimacy that needs the most attention right now. And, and this this whole concept for this particular episode came out of the fact that, you know, recently we took, we took a family, well, family minus one, uh, trip to Pismo beach, which is along the central coast. And, you know, our son is already off at back at college. So it was our daughter and her girlfriend and Tony and I, and it was just an opportunity for us to get away. Yeah. Um, you know, we've moved, we've had a lot of stuff going on this summer and it was just, you know, this kind of this quiet, restful time. Well, we were, where we were in Pismo beach was about 20 minutes from the town of San Luis Obispo. Mm -hmm. There's a university there, Cal Poly, 
um, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And so our daughter, as you know, we're preparing for this trip, she's like, Hey, could, could we do, could we do a college visit? And to just back up, you often hear us talk about the fact that we've got two kids. One's already in college. Well, the older one is a COVID kid. Yeah. And by that, I mean, there were no, you know, like he didn't have to think about lots of college visits because you couldn't go visit colleges with all of the the shifting and whatnot. He actually made the decision to go to a community college before, you know, he'll be transferring next year into a four year. And so all these, so like we've never actually done the college visit with one of our kids. Yeah. And, and so here we are on this campus and she's just starting to dream about the next steps. And we start having these conversations about academics and what she's going to need to focus on, you know, for the next two years. And there was all this conversation about focus mm-hmm. and specifically where she needs to focus on. And, you know, as we're leaving that and Tony and I are holding hands thinking, oh my gosh, we're like two years away from sending the baby and, you know, all this kind of stuff is going through our heads. But it was also like, what, what do we need to focus on right now? Not just, not just what's going to happen in two years with our daughter, not just what's going to happen, you know, in five months for Christmas or whatever it is, but, but what do we need to focus on? Because this is the time of year where there can be like a lot of balls in the air. Oh yeah. I mean, we're right. I mean, I was looking on Instagram and just seeing friends in different parts of the country. I mean, their kids are already starting school Mm -hmm. and I was like, holy cow, we're, we're, we're in it again. We're, we're in this back to school season and it's, you know, early August. Yeah. And so, you know, which means that Christmas decorations have been up in the stores in some stores already now for a good month. And so you've got, you know, that, you know, what are we going to do for Christmas and what's got to be done? for well, I, think, I think it's Halloween before Christmas. You would like to think so, but some of the bigger stores have had Christmas stuff up in July. Are really? Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay. I'm just going to say sometimes, you know, okay. like people like to get a jump start. Some okay. of you are already planning about, you know, like how we're going to, you know, make the six pillars in paradise get away next. Like you're planning all of these things. There's lots of focus towards the future mm-hmm. and what's going on. And, you know, as we were, as we were just up there walking around San Luis Obispo and going, okay, what, like all of these external things to focus on, but what about the internal? Mm-hmm. What about our marriage? And, you know, this came to kind of a height the other day when I was talking to some coaching clients and they were talking about just this journey that they've been on and how they've been so disconnected, right? And and really the realization that it didn't happen overnight. Mm. It's not like you wake up one morning and, you know, on Tuesday you were super like, oh my gosh, we love each other. We love spending time together. And then Wednesday you wake up and it's just like, wow. Yeah. So... I'm not interested in talking to you, not interested in having sex with you. I don't want to touch you. I don't want to spend time. Like that's not what happens. It's a journey. Right. And part of how we get going down that road of disconnect is that we lose our focus. We lose, Tony and I were had the privilege to speak to a small group the other night um, with a, actually our church, Awaken Church. And, you know, we're talking to these couples and they've all been married less than 10 years. <laughs> And so we share that we've been married 25 and we've known each other for 28. And I always have to ask the question of like, how many of you weren't born when we got married? <laughs> and they, they, a few they, them, laugh. they laughed I and know. raised their hands. Yeah. But it was interesting because they kept, you know, we've often said this on show, age is a number, right? Or, right. And so it's not about that. But they were so much curiosity around the folk. Like, how did you, how have you gotten mm-hmm. to 25 years? What does it look like to you know, maybe we've only been married two years or four years or six years or 10 years. And we're having some issues here that we didn't anticipate having. 
then they can come back to this place of going, okay, what are we focused on? Are, are we focused on our jobs and the career and the kids and the in-laws and all of this other external stuff? What does it look like to come back to, you know, we need to, we're struggling in our communication. What do we do there? We're, we're, we need to spend more time together. Or we, we should go on dates, right? Like, I can't tell you how many people will sit across from me in a coaching session and they'll just be like, I know I should. And I'm like, I don't care about your shoulds. I don't care about it. Like, we need to work on a budget or, or you know, and these are all ideas, guys, that, that when I said, hey, what action do you want to take? Like, these were your general answers. When you did this on an IG story post mm-hmm. or a poll? Yeah. yeah, because, you know, we'll hear these kinds of statements. Like when I say, you know, what do you want to work on the next month? Well, we need to work on our communication, mm-hmm. which is good. That's the top, like that's, that's the top, but we're drilling down into what are the specifics? Because it's really hard. It's really hard to be focused on communication because is that, well, we need to, I, I need to share my feelings with you. Is it, I need to make time to talk to you. What does that mean? We all have great intentions. And, I, and I've seen this even in our own marriage. We all have great intentions. This is what we should do. This is what I want to do. This is what we're going to do. We all have great intentions. But what do we say here at One Extraordinary Marriage? You need to be intentional and mm-hmm. you have to take action. Or as this episode today is, what are we focused on? Mm. What are you focusing on? How are you taking action in that area? Would, should, could, those are all words that leave you, I would say, and me in a place of just sort of, eh, I could do it, but do I really want to? I could prioritize my marriage or I could prioritize praying with Elisa, but do I really want to? So I could do a coffee break and we should do one, but then are we really paying attention and putting that on our calendar? Mm-hmm. And so as we step into this new season with back to school, it is one of the greatest times as, as us as married folks have, it's almost like the new year Mm -hmm. because things shift the, the, the summertime fun in this year has been amazing. People have been traveling again, getting out. It's been amazing to see so many of you, even in the one family private Facebook group. When when we share, like share your weekend, share a vacation, share what you're doing. You're getting out, you're doing stuff. And yet this time of year is that reset mm-hmm. starts. It's that reset. And can we, as a whole, as the one family, can we get focused back on what matters that got us to this point of being married couples? And that's prioritizing one another so we can have the extraordinary marriage we desire. Yeah. It's putting that focus on, right? It's saying, I'm going to, I'm going to actually turn my eyeballs to you <laughs> and to be the ability to get specific about it because what you focus on, what you give attention to, those are the things that will grow, right? So if you focus, and here's how I know, like straight up proof, Tony and I, for the last 12 and a half years, have at least once a week gotten behind microphones and had a conversation. The, the absolute most consistent thing that we've done for 12 and a half years, mm-hmm. more yeah. so than even the intimacy lifestyle. Yes. There's a reason we're able to talk to one another the way that we do. We focused on it week in. I don't even know how many weeks that is. Probably well over 700 weeks. Eh, probably 600 and some. I don't know. A I lot don't. of weeks. A lot of weeks. But that, that's been our focus. 
in terms of communication. We it's it's scheduled. It's on the calendar. And I just want to I want to challenge you as we head into the break. Like if you knew that you were focused on one pillar of intimacy, like if you made the decision, decisive, not would, could, not might, not going to try for the rest of this month, you knew you were focused and you named it, right? You got really specific about what it was going to mm-hmm. be and you created right. a plan on how you were not only going to implement it, but how you were going to celebrate what you gained for this month. How much more empowered would you be to make it happen? That's what we're going to talk about after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're back. And we're talking about how to create your focus around the six pillars of intimacy. And, and specifically, what when you know that there's a crack in one pillar, like when you're like, I want to focus. This is what we need to focus on. Right? First things first, you got to know what the six pillars of intimacy are. <laughs> like, let's just start with knowledge is power because you can't name something that you don't know what it's called. Right. Right. So the six pillars of intimacy are emotional, physical, financial, spiritual, recreational, and sexual. And if you haven't picked up our book, go grab it at sixpillarsofintimacy.com. There's audiobook, Kindle book, paperback, hardback, get whatever version you want, but grab that book today. Absolutely. Because here's what happens when you know what they are. Mm -hmm. Every marriage situation will come back to some combination of those six. It's very rare that y'all hear me say all, but it's true. Like, like we've tested, like people come up and they're like, what pillar does, like parenting, what does that fall into? Well, it's probably emotional, financial, physical, recreational, bam. I don't care which, what you're dealing with in parenting. Like, oh, well, we've got in-laws. Okay, well, that's definitely gonna be emotional and probably recreational. Like, so I, I've yet to be stumped. Mm-hmm. When it, and so when you know what they are and you're able to start naming them, then it starts going, okay, well, well, where do we have cracks? And if you're brand new to this concept of the six pillars of intimacy, a crack is when that pillar, that intimacy isn't as strong as the two of you would desire. Mm-hmm. When, when there is disconnect, when the two of you have kind of been falling away from the intentionality or taking action in your marriage, that's what we define a crack as. And so when you start thinking about that, some of you from the very top of this episode have been thinking, oh, as soon as Tony said the pillar of intimacy that we need to give attention to, one of them popped into your head. I, I, I can 
I can almost guarantee it. Or maybe as I listed them off. And so in that case, and, and I want to tell you, maybe for some of you, multiple ones popped off. That's okay if multiple ones popped off. But I'm going to tell you guys exactly what I tell my coaching clients. Focus on one at a time. And there have been times in our marriage, even recently, where we are looking and we're going through and we're going where something is not clicking, mm-hmm. right? We, we know there is a crack. There's, there's been a disconnect going on. And Elisa and I will look through these and go, okay, where is it? What's going on? What, what's happened? And so we then go back and we, we address them and we look at them. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Like our, our recreational intimacy, that fun, those activities, it, it, they sort of just dropped off. Like we did really well. We were doing so well with them. And then they, they just dropped off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Things come up. We, we, we plan to do this together. And then, oh, well, this came up and we decided to go do that. doesn't mean one's better or worse. It's just we chose something that now we're, we're, we're feeling like, wow, there's a, a bit of a deficiency going on over mm. here. And so we need to focus back on that one. And I will say, for those of you who may be thinking, oh my gosh, we have cracks in this one, this one, this one. Right now, really just go, what's the main one? Mm-hmm. What's the main pillar that you want to address? Because we have also seen that in our own lives where emotional intimacy, there have been some cracks in it. Let's just focus in on that one. Mm-hmm. And let the other ones, we're still going to pay attention to them. It's not like we're going to just let them go. But by really focusing on that one, the other ones get addressed as well. And if you try and focus on too many things at once, the word that comes to mind is overwhelm. And when people are overwhelmed, mm, trying yeah, to trying true. to you know maybe do something with their sexual intimacy pillar and their financial intimacy pillar and their emotion, when you get overwhelmed, people tend not to do anything. Mm-hmm. And... Tony and I would rather see you be successful in one and be able to take those skills and apply them to something else than to find yourself in a place where you feel paralyzed trying to do too much. We are, we're trying to set the two of you up for success by saying, just focus on one. And when you start to go, okay, this is the pillar that we're going to work on. Then it's time to get specific. I was saying this earlier in the episode. It's one thing to say, we want to work on communication, which a lot of people did say when I asked the question, the coach in me says, well, what does that mean? Like, are you going to share your feelings? Are you going to read the six pillars of intimacy out loud and discuss it as, you know, we have a lot of couples that are doing it or they both read a chapter and then they talk about whatever that looks like. Or they're picking up the workbook and they're going through the workbook together. There's numerous ways you can do that. Right. Are you going to get an emotion wheel? I've got brand new coaching Mm -hmm. clients. And I told them the other day, I I literally, because I keep the emotion wheel, it sits on my desk during my coaching sessions. And I'm like, hey, have you ever seen this? They're like, no. And I'm like, this is where we're going to start. I just want you to get an emotion wheel, find one on Amazon that, you know, speaks to you. And I said, I just want you to practice identifying an emotion. Maybe that's where you're going to start, right? Getting really, really specific because when you know what the actions are, right? When you're able to create a plan and you're able to do those small actions consistently over time, guess what you create? You create a habit Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel so robotic and awkward. And the truth is it's a lot easier to do small actions than it is to like psych yourself up to do one big action. So do the little ones, they're easier. And you can do more of them. And there isn't so much pressure on the one big action Mm -hmm. if you have been doing all the little actions. Because guess what, you've got a track record. You've got this consistency. And when you get into this place of being specific, you can actually 
create a place of empowerment for yourself. Because we need to communicate that vagueness that actually becomes defeating. Because you'll find yourself like so many of my clients do going, I don't know what that means, Elisa. Hmm. My spouse says we need to communicate more. And then there's this feeling of hopelessness or despair or even just defeat. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest ones. When we when we when we do meet couples and we're talking to couples and when you're coaching, it's around emotional intimacy. You want to have that. You want to connect. Both of you do. Or maybe one of you does and the other one's like not too sure. And the vagueness, and even for us, I've noticed over time when it's vague, it's like, what does that mean? What are we doing? And and I can feel sort of frustrated and and like am I doing what we want to be doing? Are we not? So the more specific you can become, the better it will be. Because now you have something to actually go, okay, let's gauge. Mm-hmm. Are we doing that? Not just, we want to communicate more. What does that mean? You know, emotional intimacy is your closeness and connection from through your verbal and nonverbal communication. So we want to connect more. So if I'm a nonverbal communicator, is that okay for you? And what do we need to identify as a couple to to build that as a strength in our marriage? Mm-hmm. Right? It's not a matter of it's okay. If that's how you are, if you tend to communicate more non-verbally, I, I likely know that about you. So instead of getting frustrated, let's figure out ways, hey, you know what? Like I told a, a couple the other day, I'm like, it is a, I was telling this wife, she was talking about how she leaves little like post-it notes mm. for her husband. And she's like, at least I'm not super creative. So I find myself just kind of repeating the same things like, you know, we're stronger together or we're a great team or that type of thing. And, and so again, it was very vague, great intention, mm-hmm. super sweet sentiment, but her even saying that and me sharing this with you guys, now all of a sudden, now she can step into a place and this is what I told her. I go, well, what makes the two of you a good team? Like be really specific. We're a great team because when we throw a party together, I know that you will make our backyard look amazing while I'm getting all the food together. Done. It's super specific. And both of them can celebrate their strengths. Or we're a great team because, you know, you take care of all of the back massages and I make sure the feet massages are done. Whatever it might be. That would be a physical intimacy. Right. But it's expressed through the emotional. Right. So you can get into this place. We're a great team because, you know, when it comes to taking care of the budget or taking care of our finances, you handle all the insurances and I take care of the monthly cash flow plan. We're a great team. Like you can... You can find specifics mm-hmm. if you're willing to go look for them, whether it's what plan you're going to put in place or what the, the next act, get specific. It's okay. It's super okay. Like if it's spiritual intimacy, some of the ideas that you guys had and suggested that what you're going to do this next month, you're going to read the Bible together. Great. Get more specific. What book are you reading? Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to join a small group. Great. Are you joining a small group for married couples? Are you joining a small group with fam? Get specific. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to sound like a nag. I want to see you guys like rock this next month. Being in this place where you look at the end of the month, and I don't care when you're listening to this episode, there will always be a month coming up right around the corner. Yeah. So maybe you take the next couple of weeks and you say, you know what? We're going to dig into the six pillars of intimacy. We're going to identify which yeah. pillar it is that's got a crack in it. We're going to create a plan on the action steps that we're going to take. And we're going to get really specific. And then every day, we're going to take one action, one step in the direction that we want to go. And know this, because 
Some of you are going to say, well, we tried that before and we've fallen off. Got it. Totally understand. Elise and I I are humans too. And I will say in the last month with the move that we've made, a lot going on, our prayer time that we have put on from the beginning of the year, like this is something we want to focus on. This is the pillar we want to strengthen this year. This that that's mainly the way we were looking at it. All of them are are there and we're we're working on, but that was the one for us this year where we were like, we wanna, we wanna, we wanna focus in on it. Over this last month, we have it on our calendar to pray three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. I would say in the last month, we did it maybe two times. From the move, somewhere between two and four. Yeah, somewhere it, like it, it, maybe it, once a week, probably once. Yeah, it really just it fell off. And guess what? This week, what we did was like, okay, you know what? That may have been what had happened last month with everything that went went on. Let's let's get back. Let's just step back in. We didn't we didn't fail. We didn't did we did we lose our focus? Absolutely, hundred percent. We 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 lost our focus. And we said, all right, we need to refocus and get back to what we were doing and begin to make this a habit again. And it's okay if that's where you're at. It's Mm -hmm. okay if in this month you go, this is what we're going to do. And maybe two, three, four times it happens. And then maybe one time it doesn't. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It means you just need to address it together and go, hey, what happened? Did Did we get busy? Did we just neglect it? But, you know, we know it's there. At least and I knew it was there. Like the alarm pops up. We, we did. And we truthfully, we're just sort of like, eh, all this other stuff is going on and we're doing this and we're doing that. And so we just had to come together and go, you know what? No, this is important to us. And I just want to share, because I do think it's important when, when we have Tony and I have these conversations. So he, yesterday we, we were getting ready for communion and he had an appointment. And so it was going to like fall at the time. And so I just said, Hey, can we do this early? Mm-hmm. And so we're standing there in our kitchen and, you know, kind of behind the scenes for you guys, but we're standing there in our kitchen. He's like, so Lisa, what happened to this over the last month? <laughs> and I'm like, well, Tony, we didn't make it a priority. That's right. And it wasn't like I could be like, Hey dude, like I know it pops up on your calendar. So why weren't you coming and finding me? And you should have been taking the lead and da, da, da. like I could have gone there. And likewise, he could have been like, honey, like come down from your office when the alarm goes off and you know come find me. Like it could have been this blame game. And, and I'm sharing with you that it wasn't because we've grown into that. There are definitely years in our marriage when it would have been the whole like, well, you should have taken the lead, dude. Mm-hmm. Go into a place of we're building this together. That's why the actions and the plan are so important and them being specific so that the two of you know what you're trying to accomplish. And there's grace and there's communication. Mm. There's actual conversation when things don't happen. And ultimately, I want to share with the two of you, it's also important to celebrate what grows at the end of the month. Celebrate, sit down and have a conversation with one another and say, hey, so this was our focus. And all my coaching clients will know this question. So what were our wins? Mm -hmm. Ask the question and celebrate them. We did an episode, the Summer Sex Challenge. Yes. And, And Elise and I focused in on our... 30-day sex challenge, our sexual intimacy, our physical intimacy in that month of June. We ended up with 22, I think we did, 22 out of 30 days. And for us, there was celebration. And we talk about that all in that episode. So 
find it, I'll put the link here in the episode notes. But we found the wins in that month that allowed us to grow closer together. We found new ways for us to connect, get close with one another in our sexual intimacy, and we celebrated it. Did we make 30 out of 30 days? No, we didn't. We did 20 or 22. And yet, for a lot of people, they would have been like, that's that's not acceptable, it wouldn't have happened. But we've learned over the years that we have to celebrate those wins. Absolutely. You can't go through you know, 30, 40, 50 years of a marriage not celebrating. Yeah. Don't do it. It's boring. And it gets y'all kind of grumpy and cranky. Yeah. Start celebrating and make it happen for the two of you. Yeah. This week, it's time to really focus. Focus on one of your pillars of intimacy. Make it a point. Pick one out this week. Go, this is the one. Together, go, this is what it is. This is the pillar. And then pick the one specific action you're going to do this month. Mm -hmm. That's it. One pillar, one action. Put it on your calendar, prioritize it, make it happen, and we want to hear your hug. Send it to us, hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Go after it this week, you guys. We know that you can find a pillar and one action you can take. We'll be doing it ourselves, so let's go. Have yourselves a fantastic week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.